Welcome to the Retire Right Podcast with Larry Heller. You deserve complete financial advice. There's no acceptable alternative if you want a plan to live well and on your terms. Complete financial advice equals complete peace of mind. Now, let's get into this week's podcast episode. Hello and welcome to Retire Right with Larry Heller from Heller Wealth Management. Today is episode number 50 of the Retire Right podcast. Hello, Larry. How are you? Hi, Eric. I can't believe we've up to 50. Seems like we just did the first one a couple weeks ago. (laughs) 50 (laughs) is huge in podcasting. Congratulations, Larry. That is, uh, it's a milestone. Huge milestone. Thank thank you. It's been fun. Yeah, good. I'm glad. That's a good thing. So what are we talking about for your 50th? Well, I figured we, we, we take a little bit of a uh, step back and talk a little bit about some of the highlights that we've done, but then really kind of get into and uh, talk about kind of the journey of uh, myself and Hello Wealth Management, you know, where we've come from, where we're going, and give our listeners a little bit uh, of something of what we do here, since most of the podcasts are focused on another topic or a specific uh, person. Yeah, and, and you've had a ton of guests lately, which is fantastic. A lot of great guests. And for those that have not heard all of the podcasts, go back and, and take a listen. He's brought in some amazing folks. So let's start with those highlights of the, the last 50. What do you what have you been uh what's been your favorite? Well, you know what? I, I don't know if I could say I had a a favorite, a favorite one. I mean, I've liked the mixture. I've liked the technical ones, such mm-hmm. as the Social Security series or um you know, when and why to use a Roth or the taxes. But then we've also had some of the fun ones that I've really enjoyed, you know, having one of my clients on a recent podcast that we just talked about, you know, discussing, you know, his model train hobby mm-hmm. or one of my clients who's a, uh, a Newsday reporter and wrote a book called Guts and Genius, which is a book on three Hall of Fame football coaches. That was a lot of fun. That was a great one. Uh, and or even talking to somebody who runs another webcast, uh, another um, website on uh, the non-financial aspects of retirement called Booming Encore. So that was interesting, too. Um, so I did check before I came on to see what was our most downloaded podcast. I don't know if you've cheated yet. And, and I haven't. Notes <laughs> so any guess on what subject was our most downloaded podcast? Oh, you know, I, I'm going to say the... Uh the gentleman that wrote the book talking to the coaches, I think that would probably be pretty popular. Not even close. Oh, really? So the, the most downloaded podcast was about divorce, divorcing later in life called gray divorce with a, with a, a guest that we had on Gail Rosenblum. So, uh, so that was our most downloaded podcast so far. Don't know why, yeah. but, uh, <laughs> that, that was it. That could be very telling, but, uh, hopefully that's a positive thing. Uh, well, you never know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so what, if you had to go back and look at those 50 and say, okay, I had, I had a, a really great time with this one, or, um, this is, this is something that I think the audience liked that, that those are great, but which one did you learn the most on? Do you think Larry? Huh? 
I don't, I, you know, I don't recall exactly trying to think which one I learned the, you know, the most on. Um, a lot of the topics I was familiar with from estate planning, and probably the residency one that we did with Karen Tannenbaum mm-hmm. on, you know, moving to, you know, moving to Florida and making sure right. that uh, you keep your residency. That's probably the one that I didn't know about the topic and learned the learned the most most about. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I thought that was a ton of, of valuable and interesting information. And there were so many little things that I didn't know and people could get tripped up on. Uh, you know, it's, I think there was six months rules and there's 30 day rules, all sorts of different things, that depending on where your business is at, where your family's at, a second home, a first home. There's so many rules. Absolutely. And uh, so that that's probably the one I learned that learned the most most from. Yeah, that was a fantastic one. Are there any others that really stand out in your mind? Yeah. So since the podcast is actually called Retire Right, <laughs> I would think that we have a numerous podcasts about retirement, your retirement paycheck, the top five IRA planning strategies, the top five mm-hmm. errors retirees make. Um, there's a, you know, episode about the, uh, the, the Retire Right book. So any, there's a lot of great podcasts specifically about retirement, what will you do with your home during retirement? So those are the topics that I think people would kind of learn a lot from. And and, in probably one of the early episodes, which is probably a great one is how much can I spend in retirement? Mm -hmm. So all the, all the retirement podcasts that we've done, and we'll continue to do some specific retirement ones um, are, are great ones for our audience to listen to. Now, are those are those all available on the website? Can somebody go to your website and just kind of browse through all of them there? Yeah, absolutely. So if you go to Hello Wealth Management and you click on podcast up top, for now, we're actually redoing the website. Um, a, a list of all the episodes will come and you can scroll down and you can pick the ones that you want to, want to listen. Or if you have the uh, app on your phone, you can go right into your phone and look at all the old podcasts right there on, on, the, on the phone. Wonderful. Yeah. So I would encourage anybody who's joined you uh, at number 10 or number 25, or if you've just joined in the last couple podcasts that he's produced, uh, go back and take a look. There's a ton of great content. And this has definitely been one heck of a journey that Larry's been on and his entire team. Speaking of which, during this journey, what uh, Heller Wealth Management gone through from, from the very beginning of its inception to now? I mean, including obviously podcasting is new within the last couple of years, but it's been a longer journey than just a couple of years. Yeah, it's been a very long journey, Eric. So for those that are you know that are, are new to listening to to us, I'll I'll kind of give you you know how I kind of got started in the in the business and kind of why I got started, and then uh, a little bit of uh, of, my, of my history to where we where we are right now. Perfect. So uh, for those of you who don't know, so I'm originally a CPA. I worked at a big eight accounting firm. Just to date myself, there's now only a big four. There aren't big eight accounting firms anymore. So that was a long time, long time ago. Um, but uh, being on the audit side in accounting, I was always looking at things after the fact, and I wanted to do more, you know, planning up front. But even going back even further, you know, people said, "Well, how did you get interested in financial planning and wealth management?" And I, going back, I said, I kind of realized that I can pinpoint it all the way back to when I was 19. So, Hmm. you know, at 19, unfortunately, my father passed away. Um, I was a sophomore in in college. It was actually the week before my 
my finals in, um, in my sophomore, sophomore year. And when I got home, you know, for the break, I quickly realized that my mom needed a lot of help figuring things, figuring things out. Remember, this was the 80s. Financial yeah. planning didn't really exist. Um, there wasn't very much life insurance, unfortunately. So I had to help her you know, do everything. So we actually came up with a cash flow analysis. Obviously, we did everything by hand back, back then. Um, we had to, you know, make sure what were the investments, what were the social security, how much, how much my mom was working part-time, how much she was bringing in to see if we could actually stay in the house and for how long, um, could I continue to stay in college? Could my sister go to college? Could my mom stop working or she had to go back full time? Um, and then where should we invest any of the money? What, what investments should we go, we, we go into? Uh, what was the right asset allocation? Um, I also had to help, you know, updating all the legal documents. So, so at 19, at that particular time, I was actually doing real life financial planning, which I didn't realize probably to, you know, decades later that I was doing that. And that was probably the motivation, what I wanted to do it, you know, do with my life and help other people with their planning. Yeah. That's trial by fire right there. I mean, that's, I, I haven't heard that before, Larry. I'm, that must have been very, very difficult to be in that situation in the moment and have to try to plan all that out. No, it was. I mean, um, you know, obviously there, you know, there was the early emotional, you know, uh, to over to overcome. But after that, you have to kind of plan. You have to kind of plan it out. And yeah. you know, I think we we all did a great job, including my mom, to really to you know to do this and to sidestep this and figure out how we can all finish you know our our schooling and figuring out eventually you know my mom did stay in the house for a long time and eventually stopped working so uh, nice. so it all worked it all worked out well but going through it was definitely a huge challenge with a lot of obstacles to overcome so that's that's kind of how you got you cut your teeth uh, you know in this field how did you get started in the business in general, I mean, or, or Heller Wealth Management specifically, I guess. Yeah. So a- after four years of public accounting, um, I decided to, to leave uh, against my mother's advice at that time <laughs> and give up my accounting degree. And I went to work for uh, Shears and uh, Lehman Brothers, but um, which eventually became Lehman Brothers, but quickly realized that wasn't for me. That was more about the big financial institutions, not about mm-hmm. you know clients. Again, we're pre-financial planning, pre-CFP. Um, so there really wasn't a lot of that. So I went to go work for an independent um, insurance advisory firm that was doing, at that time, the only type of firms that were doing some sort of financial planning. We actually had one computer and you put all the information in a couple days later would spit out a financial. <laughs> wow. Um, so we've come a long way now that we can, you know, put it on the screen and change it in, you know, one second. Mm-hmm. Um, but so after, you know, being there, you know, a little while, um, I decided really just to open up my own firm cause I wasn't really insurance oriented, um, and really do, you know, do finance, financial planning. And I was doing that for, Oh, about a year or two, um, when, uh, when I met a sports agent, um, and then another sports agent came into the agency and, uh, we decided to, to kind of partner up and work with athletes. Um, and for the first, you know, the next 10 years, I worked with mostly professional athletes, a couple baseball players, but mostly, uh, mostly football players. Um, hmm. and it was fun. It was great. I got to travel a lot. Um, I got to go to a lot of Super Bowls. I got to meet a lot of athletes. Oh, wow, nice. Um, it was pretty, it was, it was pretty cool. Um, 
But after I had a, you know, a family and a, you know, three, three children, you know, under two, it started to get a little bit more difficult. I was commuting an hour, 40 minutes each way into mm. the, you know, into the city. Um, again, there wasn't a lot we were doing on internet. You had to do face to face. So, uh, so I was traveling a lot, especially on the weekends. Cause that was a good time to meet the athletes was on a Saturday night, you know, dinner before their game. So I was gone a lot. Um, so, you know, after 9-11 and after, you know, commuting a while and as my kids started to get older, I decided, you know what, I wanted to figure out how I could be closer to, uh, closer to the house. So, uh, so on amicable terms, I ended up opening an office on Long Island and really started focusing in on pre-retirees and retirees and business owners and women in transition and been doing that now for almost 20, you know, 15, 17 years now. Um, and now Hello Wealth Management is uh, continuing to, you know, continuing to, to grow. That's, I mean, that's a wide variety from, you know, athletes to, to families, to retirees, to business owners, women's, women in transition. There's a ton of experience there. What do you enjoy most about being in the business today? Yeah, well, you know, I mean, there's a lot of things I enjoy, but the, the good thing is, you know, the, my background, you know, it definitely helps in the planning. I, I've got the, the the CPA, the accounting background, the CFP, the financial planning background. I work with, you know, insurance. So I know insurance. I worked at an investment firm. So, uh, you know, plus the athletes, plus individuals. So, the, you know, the, there's a huge experience on, on that. But, you know, the experience only you know, is only so good. Um, you know, you, you need to kind of listen to what, what clients are looking for. So helping people reach their dreams and their goals is really the thing that gets me up every day. You know, people say, you know, a lot, I know a lot of friends and you know, they have the Sunday night blues. I never do. I, I love what I do. Mm. Um, I love the people we're working for and I love uh, the people we work with. I love being able to help clients solve their, you know, solve their problems um, you know, so we, you know, we, we try to determine what's important to them. And once we determine what's important to them, then we create this financial roadmap to get them from where they are to where they want to be. And it's very rewarding to see and to have your clients come in and say, oh, I want to do this, I want to do this, but they're not sure how to do this and be able to put together a specific strategy and specific game plan to get them where they want. Um, and w- when they get there, they're so appreciative. That's what I love. Okay. Um, so I'm, now I'm going to ask you, what's your favorite story from one of your clients that came in and, and they had these dreams, they had these goals and, and kind of when they met them, right. Or when they had that, whether it was the moment they retired and they got to see all the hard work that you guys have put together as a team it came to fruition. What's your favorite story? So that's it. That's an e- that's an easy one, and that actually came pretty early when I moved out here to Long Island. One of my first one of my first clients. Um, they were two teachers. One was a uh, physical ed teacher. I'm not sure what the other one w- was. Um, they lived in a you know a modest you know really modest apartment, and mm-hmm. they just came to us with their you know their dreams that they wanted to 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 own a new house out here, you know, somewhere out in, out in Suffolk County near their family. And they were, they were so convinced that there was no way 
they would be able to do this. Yeah, I'm thinking yeah. what this is New York area and two teachers, and I'm thinking yes. about how much teachers make, and I'm like, oh man, I, I, right? Wow. But the, the, the nice thing about teachers, though, in New York area, is they get they, their pensions are okay. Oh, okay so, good. so they would get they weren't at retirement; that they were getting close, and they still had this dream. And they basically came in, told me about this dream, but said, "I know we can't do this." So what are, what are we going to do? How are we going how are we going to do this? And I said, let's just look at all the numbers and let's just plan this out and see how we can, you know, see how we can do this. Um, and lo and behold, when I ran all the numbers, especially because they were going to retire soon with their pensions, we were able to figure out how to, how to do this. Wow. Um, and they actually bought a house close to the office um, and when they did, they invited me over there, just their faces, and their expressions to be able to have done this and their, their gratification on how we were able to help them figure this out um, w- was so rewarding for us that that's easily my favorite story. It actually, uh, there was a financial magazine that actually wrote up a whole story with them on this that I actually have in my office. So, so that's the, that's the easiest story to, and the one that comes to mind, right, right when we, right when you ask that. Yeah. Now, a lot of people have, there's commercials all over the place for financial advisors, financial advice. Uh, people are inundated in the media with all, all these different companies, but what makes Heller Wealth Management different than what is seen out there, just whether they're driving by a sign or what they're seeing on the, on the TV? Yeah. So, I mean, some of the things that I've already talked about, but, you know, listening to clients' goals, you know, so that's the kind of the first thing, seeing what they, what they really want. Um, and, and then, you know, getting all the, you know, the information and doing a, you know, a financial roadmap and creating the financial plan and doing all the things behind the scenes, obviously, that, you know, a lot of financial planners do and, you know, being able to minimize taxes or create the proper asset allocation or determining which accounts to be withdrawn, you know, all the financials that need to, you know, that need to be done behind the, you know, behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one of the things that, um, you know, that we are is we're an independent registered investment advisor. So we don't work for any firm. We work for our clients. So, so we can do always what's the best for them and always in a fiduciary manner, which is, you know, which is, you know, which is important. So, you know, overall, our goal is that, you know, we want to provide our clients with peace of mind so they can do the things that they want. Um, That's our goal. Um, And, you know, we continue to, to, to do all the updates and annual reviews, you know, that, that we think sets ourselves apart. Um, I also have, you know, an amazing staff of five, including two full-time, you know, CFPs and two service staff. So being able to, you know, be available to our clients um, and be able to provide them with uh, with handholding when they need them or advice when they need that, um, you know, those are the things that make us, you know, make us make us different. But you know, the core of the foundation is really, you know, listening. Creating the financial strategies, the roadmap to get them where they, you know, get them where they want to be. You actually took the next question right out of my mouth. I was going to ask you about who makes up this team for those that don't know, um, but you you just talked a little bit about them. And I know one of the things that you have said before on other podcasts, Larry, is that you do life with your clients, right? I mean that that's that's all there is to it. You're you're there 
for the ups and you're there for the downs. And I'm not talking about the market. We're talking about just life in general, the positive things that happen, uh, the the successes, and then maybe some of the things that happen just in life, whether it's somebody passing away or a family member becoming ill and you, you having to pivot and help your clients. Yeah. So we, we obviously we've had clients that, you know, one spouse has passed away. We've had to get them through that, you know, through that situation. But really the, the important thing is really preparing for these types of situations beforehand. Yeah. So when it does ha- happen that we have, uh, you know, steps, in, you know, steps in place, so there isn't any surprises, and and that's really what we're strong at, and making sure that. So you know, for one example, we do we have a client who's got a one you know one child and has got unfortunately some you know some issues. So one of their you know concerns was what happens if both of them pass away? Who's going to take care of my daughter? Mm-hmm. Um, so not only you know who's physically going to be able to take care of their daughter, but how are we going to set up all the financial situations? Because they can now live them maybe by 30, you know, 30 years. Yeah. So, you know, just putting that in place and giving peace of mind to the parents that that's in place is, you know, is, is extremely, extremely rewarding. But, you know, you, you talk about pivoting, you know, clients have, you know, called up and said, you know what, we decided to move somewhere else. We're about to go down and purchase a new home. And we talked about this amount of money, but it's going to be more. Can we afford it? Mm. And by the way, we got to make an offer, in, you know, the next day, you know, the next day. So being, you know, having the planning is really, in, you know, in place, you know, clients that come to us and they're just looking for, okay, what's your investment returns and what do you think about the market? You know, you know, yeah, we do that, but that's not the crux of what we specialize in is really getting the, you know, the plan in place and being able to, you know, achieve their goal. Yeah. You could definitely provide that information, but that's not the service you provide. I, I, I see that on, on a daily basis with uh, the, the things that you're doing with your clients and the, all the people that you work with and the podcasts that you've had over these last 50 podcasts. I mean, there's, there's a ton of great information there, which leads me to my next question. What about the next 50? Yeah. So we've (laughs) already started, you know, we've already started to, you know, put, you know, put together some, um, we actually have one that's coming out. Well, actually, by the time you hear this podcast, that one already would already been out. We had one with dimensional fund advisors, um, uh, which talks about them, which was very, you know, very interesting, so uh, we have a few coming up, you know, some technical ones talking about uh, the interest rates and bond markets. Um, so we, we plan on doing some more technical ones, but also mixing them in with, uh, with guest speakers. So one of our clients, so we're going to probably do this hopefully next month or two, one of our clients, we helped actually retire early. He, he had a love for, nice. a love for photography. And, you know, he had worked his whole life and he wanted to do more in, you know, in, in, in photography. Um, and he didn't want to wait to the traditional 65. So we were able to figure out a game plan to get him retired early. Um, and now he's going to come on and talk to us about his hobbies and what he's doing in retirement, because that, that's also very important, you know, figuring out what you're going to do in retirement. We talk about that a lot. We had the um, uh, one of the podcasts on booming encore and making sure that you have a game plan in retirement to mm-hmm. keep your mind and your body, 
you know, sound. It's not just the numbers. It's more about that. It's more about retire, retire right. Um, and by the way, I don't think I mentioned the book, but if I did, so a lot of the topics that we talked about today, um, is available in the book on Amazon called uh, Retire Right. So anybody that wants to get some more really detailed information about that can go to Amazon and purchase that. But getting back to the the podcasts, uh, we're going to have fun with some. We're going to have some that are specific topics, and I look forward to the next 50. Yeah, absolutely. And and I want to make sure that I didn't mess anything up on this podcast because we talked a lot about the journey uh, and I kind of alluded to the journey that you take with your clients and, and retire right and getting to retirement. But no, I mean, the journey is way beyond retirement. And you you brought up a good point with one of the guests were keeping healthy mind, healthy body, uh, th- those hobbies, those things that you're doing, volunteering. There's so much more to be had in retirement, throughout retirement, and you're there every step of the way. So Larry, congratulations on 50. I'm looking forward to 50 more you know how to make some of these topics really fun. And I enjoyed going on this journey with you. And I appreciate that. And I want to thank you for that. Well, thank you, Eric, for being part of it. It's been, uh, it's been, I think I've, you know, from the first one, I was really nervous to now where I could just be relaxed and have more fun. (laughs) It's, 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 we've come a long way. That's right. You're, you're a pro now, Larry. All right. Thanks again, Larry, for your time and congratulations on number 50. Thanks, Eric. You bet. And thank you all for listening to the 50th Retire Right Podcast with Larry Heller. If you have not subscribed to the podcast yet, I hope you understand why it's so important to do so now because we got a lot more coming at you. So please click the subscribe now button below. This way, when Larry comes out with a new podcast, it'll show up directly on your listening device. This makes it much easier to share these podcasts with your friends and family. Again, thanks for listening today. For everyone at Heller Wealth Management, this is Eric Johnson reminding you to live your best day every day. And we'll see you next time.